Welcome back to Left of Normal, where everything that isn't right is left, and everything that is left is right. I'm your host, Scott Siri. Last week we took a look at how routines affect our lives and whether we like to admit them or not. They're deeply ingrained in what we do and how we function, and no matter who you are or where you fall on the spectrum, you have routines. A big difference between a left normie or right is how you roll with the punches or if you end up struggling through life or your day-to-day -day because someone or something messed up that routine. Today we're going to look at how the nef neft of normal, uh, the left of normal brain processes information. And when we mess it up, we end up being blamed and said that we're at fault even though it's not 100% our own fault. So we'll look at some personal stories and we'll look at how things are processed and why it's not really our fault, but we'll just go ahead and blame our brains. If you're following along on the Facebook page, you may have seen a little anecdote on Monday that walked through what happens. And I'll really that to you right now. So the left of normal says, hey, is it cool if I go do this activity? And the normie says, yeah, that's fine. What the normie means is, why would you even ask this question when you can see that this is a terrible time? I'm struggling with XYZ and processing through ABC and there's this, that, and the other thing also going on, but yes, go ahead, be selfish and go do the thing that you want to do instead of paying attention to my needs. The left of normal responds with, oh, cool, thanks. Normie goes about making angry noises for the next 10 days or so. The way this plays out in my mind and life are like, very similar. The issue isn't that I don't recognize that the normie isn't happy with what's going on. It's that I don't have that intuition or that magical ability to just comprehend exactly what's going on. And because I'm often more direct, I don't see the point in expecting someone else to magically know what's supposed to be going on in one's head. For instance, when my wife is upset about something, I can usually see that something isn't exactly right. But I don't know what's going on, and so I ask something along, along, something along the lines of, how are you? Or how's everything going? And often I'll get met with a fine or good or nothing's wrong and I can obviously see that something is wrong but with answers like that my immediate go-to is interpreted as it's nothing that you can help with so there's no point in burdening, burdening you with this information so therefore I'm not going to open up and tell you about it and so I say cool and I go back to doing whatever I was doing at that moment. Now these situations often, they come into play more often in relationships because obviously you're spending more time with that person than in a friendship role or in a work situation. But back when I quote unquote had a job, I, I put that in quotes as there are a lot of people who still don't think I have a job. 
because I work for myself and I created my own job that suddenly thrusts me into a category of unemployed or slacker or slightly better, a freelancer. But we'll get into that next week, actually. So back when I had a job, and things like this would happen in the workplace quite often. A coworker, a boss, or you know, whatever, they would say one thing, but mean something completely different. One example was when I was working for the Yellowstone Boys and Girls Ranch. Uh, this organization, organization provides a great service, but unfortunately the administration often gets in the way of providing the service that the kids need that they are actually there to serve. Because we were hands-on with the kids for 10-hour shifts, we didn't really get traditional breaks. We were constantly on duty, and generally there was at least one other staff around, so, you know, if we had to use the bathroom or whatever, we could, we could sneak away and go poop. So, what we would do is use time when the kids were otherwise occupied as our kind of recoup and redirect and refocus and our, our break time. Transitional periods often involved room time and the staff would discuss upcoming activities. So after school, we would bring the kids back to the lodge and they'd go to their room for a five or six, a five or 10 minute kind of redirection, regrouping period. And the staff figured out what was going on for the rest of the afternoon. Often it was pretty clear what was going on. So the time to it was time that we could just use decompress or take our breaks. Most people were on board with this, but there were some of those hard asses that thought we should constantly be grinding. And during one of these transitions, we had everything lined up. And so I just hopped on the computer to see if there are any replies to a question I had posted on a rock climbing forum. The lead counselor came over and asked me what I was doing and reprimanded me for not working, not doing work related things on my break. Uh, another issue that came up also at the ranch was one afternoon per week, the youth would go and they'd have recreation time. It was an organized sports that would help them unwind, learn how to play as a team and whatever. And usually there wasn't much for us counselors to do. So I would bring a book and I'd kind of read while making sure things didn't get out of hand. And apparently that was a big no-no because we were told we should sit to the side and relax unless needed, but don't sit to the side and relax like that. When I moved into an office job, I was working in finance and things were a little bit better, but there were quirks as well. Uh, often I would be encouraged to come up with new solutions for things and new ways of doing things. And so I did. And when I did that, I was almost always met with, no, we don't do it like that. Do it the old way. And then if things didn't work out, it was my fault for not doing it the right way. A more specific example is when I asked for a raise after working there for about two years. When I did, I was met with the question, what have you done that deserves a raise? And so I showed my responsibilities when I first started and what they were now. And I 
got the response of, yeah, you're doing more work, but are you doing better work? Which was kind of mind-boggling. I wasn't doing better work because you won't let me do better work. You want things done the same way as they've always been done. So finally, we worked out a performance chart, and it was designed where I could earn my way towards a raise. The problem was that some of the aspects were so arbitrary or completely outside of my control that it was just based on luck if those targets were met. Like one of the targets, one of the goals was having more appointments on the calendar. I was never in charge of setting appointments, and I didn't know the first place to start for setting those appointments. But if there weren't enough appointments on the calendar, it was my fault. Okay, enough examples. Let's get kind of to the root of this thing. Most people will do better with literal and clear instructions. Whether they are left, normies, or right, it doesn't matter. For those of us who are left, clear instructions and literal instructions are what we actually desire if the instructor wants clear and sufficient results. Right now, my wife and I are watching the show Community. Uh, in the last episode that we watched, the left of normal character was talking to the janitor who was super cheesed off because they just had this massive paintball war on campus and just completely destroyed everything. Abed, the, the left of normal character, was talking to the janitor and he finished up his iced coffee and then he looked around for a garbage can, which there was one, but it was tipped over in the corner and covered in paint, whatever. And the janitor goes, oh yeah, you just go ahead and toss that anywhere. And so Abed leans down and he sets it on the ground and he walks out. The literal instructions were set that anywhere. The place was destroyed anyway, so just set it on the ground and walk out. That's what he wanted. And the janitor's kind of rolled his eyes because that was not actually what he wanted Abed to do. The lesson here is to simply say what you mean and mean what you say. In the left of normal world, if you don't say what you mean and we do it wrong, it's our fault for not picking up on whatever little clues you left behind. And that shouldn't be the case. This especially comes true in the world of employment. And it's something that I've struggled with for years. And since learning about being left of normal and diving more into it, it really explains a dozen years of job struggles. But that's a topic for next week. We will talk about jobs and employment. For now, you've had a peek into the world where everything left is right. And if it feels right, then it must be left. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Please join the Facebook community and remember that if you give vague instructions or information intending that the other person will pick up on subtle clues and miraculously know what you're talking about, and then they do it wrong, that's on you and not on me.
And of course, share this with your friends, whether they are left, normies, or right.